This is 88.5 WFDD, Public Radio for the Piedmont. I'm David Ford. It's been one year since the murder of George Floyd and a time when protests erupted around the world, including right here in the triad. Black Lives Matter demonstrators marched, demanding a wide range of reforms, from an end to chokeholds to increased funding for education. Here's what's changed since then, what has not, and the path forward. By early June, Black Lives Matter demonstrations like this one were becoming an almost daily occurrence in Winston-Salem, people of all ages and races coming together wanting justice for Floyd's family. They cried out against racism and called for systemic changes to policing. I'm just glad to be able to be out here for the injustice that black people see, and this will help all races. When I leave here today, I'm still going to be the same person who had this energy here. I'm not going to let this energy stay here. It's going with me everywhere I go. Seeing that the young people in this town are ready to step forward and take over where us old folk can't do it, it's awesome. Protesters rallied in parks and marched through neighborhoods, bearing signs, chanting slogans, and making their demands known. Among the many organizing groups was Black Lives Matter Winston-Salem, a collective of area activists co-founded by Tony and Daygate. He's been involved in activism for more than 20 years and says the movement that arose following Floyd's death was a perfect storm. Lots of young people out of work, uncertain about their future, who felt that even despite all the cell phone and body cam footage available today, the system had once again failed them. It's not just good old boys. It's totally tied into mass incarceration and the history of our nation, imperialism and empire. All of these are interconnected because this kind of violence of the state is necessary to ensure dominance. And Dege and the coalition want immediate action, including the release of low-level drug offenders, an end to so-called routine stops in black and brown communities, and increased public access to police body camera footage. He says serious change is systemic change, and so far, he's yet to see that happen. In terms of mass incarceration, we've not really budged. In terms of bail, we haven't budged. You know, we want bail for nonviolent crimes to go down to zero. So in terms of the police, there's been some changes, but they've been mostly cosmetic. And Dege also wants to address disparities made even more apparent during the pandemic. Education, affordable housing, mental health care. He'd like to see full community control of how city and county dollars are spent. And the allocation of money has been a rallying cry for activists across the country move funding away from law enforcement into social services. Forsyth County Sheriff Bobby Kimbrough says his current training budget has already been cut to the bone, forcing him to take on training, supervisory, and community liaison duties on top of his role as sheriff. He says steering even more money away from the department would be bad for the community. If you defund the police, you will get a lesser quality officer. Because right now the basic requirements is what? A high school diploma. A guy coming out of Wake Forest app with Salem State with a four-year degree, he or she is not coming to work at what an office is being paid? You're not. City Council member Kevin Mundy says he was encouraged by the multi-generational, multi-ethnic outpouring of support for the Black Lives Matter movement. He says law enforcement officers and agencies alone cannot address the enormous disparity that exists here. It's going to take churches and schools and neighborhood associations 
and city and county government and state government. It has to be a joint effort to really change what has been in our in our DNA, unfortunately, for hundreds of years and not treating people of color the same way that we treat Caucasians. Demonstrations in several North Carolina cities were marred by vandalism and violence, but Winston-Salem was largely spared. Many credit the early actions of police chief Katrina Thompson. I want to thank each and every one of you, because as I stand here in the center of downtown of Winston-Salem in Forsyth County, North Carolina, I want to show the rest of America that our voices can and will be heard. That's Thompson addressing Black Lives Matter demonstrators in June prior to their march, which she later joined. As an African-American with 27 years in law enforcement, she sits at what she calls the intersection of black and blue and says she gets it. If East Winston looked the same as Northwest Winston, then people would have more of an opportunity to feel like equality is coming their way. Thompson is quick to point out that her department is abiding by all of the eight can't wait campaign demands designed to bring immediate change to police departments nationwide. Among other things, it bans chokeholds, requires officers to de-escalate situations where possible, and to intervene to stop excessive force by other officers. She's also in agreement with local activists that law enforcement should not be put in a position to have to respond to mental health calls. And that's not something I just started believing since the death of George Floyd, because we're not the professionals trained to deal with the root problem of mental health issues. She says the job has been a lot harder this past year and retaining officers continues to be an enormous challenge. She sees it in her recruiting efforts, in mounting resignation letters among in-service officers, and even veteran officers opting to retire early. So it cuts all the way around, and it's really tough. It's extremely tough right now in the law enforcement profession. But then you'll also have some advocates to say, you know, it's tough, especially in the African-American community, it's tough being an African-American in America. And I can't disagree with either one. But activists aren't backing down. It's George Floyd now. Other days, there's a local spotlight, like Greensboro man John Neville, who died in Winston-Salem police custody. This has to stop, they say. And until then, the names may change, but the protests will continue. For WFDD News, I'm David Ford.